Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo. Today's morning briefing is Words Matter. Oh, how much we have learned about faithful, godly living from Paul's two letters to the church at Corinth. And now we move into the home stretch of his second letter. And yet again, as we start out chapter 10, we see Paul defending his apostleship. From our 2,000 year later perspective, it is still incredible to think of Paul defending his calling and his viability as a teacher of the gospel. But then, of course, you and I have the advantage of scriptures, biographical information about how Paul came to Christ and how radically his life had been changed from Christian hater to Christ defender and world's first missionary. We also know, as Paul Harvey used to say, the rest of the story. While these folks were in the middle of Paul's story, take a look with me at today's passage, 2 Corinthians 10, verses 1 and 2. Now I, Paul, appeal to you with the gentleness and kindness of Christ, though I realize you think I am timid in person and bold only when I write from far away. Well, I am begging you now so that when I come, I won't have to be bold with those who think we act from human motives. Stop. So Paul addresses the criticism that he is bolder in print than in person. Hmm, know anyone like that? Can't man up when they are looking you in the eye, but they sure can send you a blistering email or text message. Please, Christ follower, wait, Allow me to segue here for just a moment. Just started another session of Women of Passion Bible Study. How I love those girls. Our numbers are growing because our fervor for God is growing, along with our desire to know His love and share in it with others. You might say that we are passionate women, because we are. My opening message this last week included how Christians today are often deemed as downright unloving and how we must break that trend. When Anne Rice recently renounced the name of Christianity because of the hate-filled Christians she encountered, I personally took the hit. So did you, Christian. Worse than that, how do you think God felt? We must elevate the name Christian to bring honor to Jesus Christ's name, or not use it. Self-identified Christians must learn to love and act like Christ or call themselves something else. Now, where was I? Oh yes, please, Christ follower, be careful with your words. As the writer of Ecclesiastes penned, let your words be few. Hmm. Where words are many, the writer of Proverbs said, sin is not absent. And Jesus said, by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Case in point. I was sick this last week. I don't know, probably some crazy virus, but I was literally in bed, which doesn't happen. Among other things, my eyes hurt so bad, I had to wear sunglasses in the house and even at night. And of course, I couldn't read. I found myself upstairs and my glasses downstairs, so I text messaged Dylan, my 15-year-old, to please bring my glasses upstairs, which he did so promptly. Here's the funny part. Apparently, he had been in the middle of a texting dialogue with a little honey and accidentally sent the response intended for her to me. Ha ha ha. 
gave me a good teachable moment to explain again that his words certainly could get him in trouble or at the very least embarrass him. How about you? Are you careful with your texting? People text and email and Facebook things they would never say out loud or face to face. Why is that? There are so many things in life that we really can't control, but one thing we can is how we use our words. Jesus said we will be held accountable for every idle word we speak. Matthew 12, verse 36. Paul said that no unwholesome word should be attributed to us, that our word should build people up and encourage them. Hmm. Please, let's you and me issue forth words of life. Let's speak words of life, or not at all. If you'd like to see this in its entirety, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Morning Briefings, and the title is Words Matter.